Welcome to the Scott Shepherd Podcast. I am a man on a mission to create an army of independent writers, creators, and thinkers who make a hell of a living doing what they love. And it all starts with one thing, and that is doing things the old way, the hard way, the deliberate way, the anti-net way. Listen in as I share thoughts and rants of what goes on behind the scenes as I create an independent knowledge empire where I get to spend my days doing what I love, reading, writing, and thinking while making a hell of a living and helping my people do the same. Well, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of The Daily Scott Shepherd. Today's episode is number 147. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, 147. And I think number 47 was the number of John Lynch, the football player, who was an absolute bad A-word out there and flew around. And, well, quite frankly, he was... As far as safeties go, and in the NFL, he was, well, some would call him the last great white hope. (laughs) Meaning, well, he was one of the rare and few white individuals out there that was anywhere near as good as every other player on the field. And, well, before I meander down the 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 racism uh path and flirt with that line i would like to do two things first of all first of all uh well first i would like to state clearly that uh i am not a racist and second of all that was well more of a veiled compliment at every other entity than that of a white Anglo-Saxon football player, because, quite frankly, we just, well, we is kind of stupid. I shouldn't use the word we. Um, we connotates that we are almost like a separate species or something, and that is definitely not the case. Whew, wow, I am definitely flirting with a beautiful uh, subject area to start this podcast off, and I had zero idea I was going to even start there. So I shouldn't say we. What I mean to say is that slow, white, dumbasses like myself are better left to not play football and not play safety and, quite frankly, not even try to launch into podcasts in an unscripted manner. (laughs) Because the reason being is that when I run for president of the United States, this beginning of this episode is going to get clipped and it is going to get mishmashed and edited so that I am, well... deemed a piece of crap individual. Now, today I have started an experiment, okay? 
As you may know, I decide to do these podcasts from my home office before heading out to my office down the street in downtown San Diego. And granted, it is a Tuesday at 3.36 p.m., and yes, I have indeed not yet even reported to that said office in downtown San Diego in a skyrise with a bunch of pedantic lawyers. Now, I've got two experiments running simultaneously right now. The first one is this, is will Scott Shepard get distracted when his cat Brodus hops up on his desk in the middle of a podcast and, well, starts staring out the window so that his entire butthole is staring directly in Scott's face while he is actually trying to record a podcast and talk to you and, well, share some value with entrepreneurs and marketers and copywriters, probably those that are also probably not severely sensitive and woke. Um, and that test is, is running. So Brodus's butthole, yes, it, it was just a second ago staring me directly in my eyeballs. The second experiment is this. You see, I overlook a pretty nice view, it could be said. I stare down at my building's pool, a spa, and right now there are some babes out there suntanning their breast assists and reading. And for some reason, I decided that, hey, it might be a nice thing to do to have a nice view during this podcast. However, because I have ADHD and because I have a one-track mind, I can't help but, well, get distracted by boobs while trying to communicate to you in a timely fashion some value and pieces of value and content. And today's pieces of value and content will center around life philosophy, a little bit less on the copywriting and marketing side. Now, before I go further, I am going to extinguish this experiment of not really the one with Brodus and his butthole staring me in the face. That one's fine. I can deal with that one. In fact, well, I actually don't want to <laughs> even continue to go to go that route. Now, I can deal with staring at Brodus's butthole the entire time without getting distracted. However, what I can't deal with is, well, staring at boobs during this podcast, because I will just get distracted. And there's a lesson here, actually, an impromptu lesson here. And this is something that was noted by Robert Cialdini in his book, Presuasion. And in the world of persuasion, the high-level framework, really what it comes down to in terms of persuasion is 
telling a remarkable story and presenting an irresistible offer. Those two things. That's it. Period. End of story. Now, where people get confused is they also confuse advertising with marketing and also advertising with marketing and persuasion and well also sales like where does sales come into the mix so i'm not going to give you a super descriptive clear to the point breakdown right now because that's something that's better addressed and covered in an issue of my monthly written publication which is currently codenamed the Scott Shepper letter or the Scott Shepper monthly publication. So I'm not going to go into too much detail, but I will detail one thing is that there is a difference between persuasion, which I've just laid out with those two components and advertising. Advertising, your goal is to advertise your story and then your offer in order to get access to the most scarce and valuable resource that all human beings possess. It is not time, but it is closely related. It is called attention. Time is essentially, well, something we can get into a deep philosophical and scientific discussion about. But attention, think of it as essentially deliberate time multiplied by your scarce, finite reserve of life energy. Now, before we get any further, Brodus has presented his butthole into my face right now, and I think actually right now would be a good time to shift gears and close the blinds because... I don't want to get distracted by boobs the entire podcast. So, advertising is attention. Uh, see, okay, I, I need to close this freaking blinds. Brodus, come here. We need to close these blinds. There's too many breast assists distracting us. Your father, Brodus. Brodus, get down. Good, good. You would know what I'm talking about once we get that new kitten in a month, um, lady. So in a month, I'm getting uh, a kitten named, uh, co-named right now, working title, Lady Fiona. Yes, after the Shrek, Lady Fiona. And so uh, in a month, and once Lady Fiona matures and, you know, Brodus will will know what I'm talking about in terms of distraction. Actually, Brodus was the uh, the the stud and bred and basically humped and bred and procreated for a living. So ever since I lost my other cat in January of this past year, Brodus has been really longing to hump something and well, he's needed something to get his attention. And in a month, Lady Fiona will be the receptacle of 
of that attention. Now, here's where I'm going to go with this. Is Robert Cialdini said that the number one goal for advertising is to get attention. You need a hook. You need to get attention. And there is a certain set of perennial attention getters out there. One of which, ladies and gentlemen, is sex. You know it. I know it. Think of the Carl's Jr. commercial with, I believe, Paris Hilton, right? Just eating a hamburger. No, they weren't advertising the product and making a proposition of how good the beef is. Maybe figuratively. They were selling their hamburger via the attention-getting mechanism of sex. There are other things in human nature besides sex that are encoded into our DNA, into our story, that just work, plain and simple. Sex is one of them. And, well, ladies and gentlemen, for the rest of them, you're going to have to wait for an upcoming issue of my monthly publication, which is codenamed The Scott Shepard Letter. So without further ado, I'm going to I'm going to end off before I, you know, since I've basically talked about sex and even flirted with race, I'm going to end here now before I get into, you know, whatever other taboo topics there are out there. I like to use the acronym SPIDER-M, S-P-D-R-M, to remember taboo topics. S is sex, which, which we've covered. P is politics, D is drugs, R is religion, and M is money. So instead of covering all of those five components of the the spider M, uh, I'm going to have to decide to cut the episode here and close out here pretty soon. But first, I would of course like to give you a small and short and stubby update on Scott's dating life. And yes, pun intended. So tonight, I will be going on my first date in quite some time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am actually considering this a date. And I am taking this nice young lady to King and Queen Cantina, a restaurant down here in downtown San Diego. And well, we shall confer over margaritas. And I don't know if I'll go with a margarita or maybe I'll just have some man juice, which is Chardonnay, of course. And maybe I'll even have them throw in a few ice cubes in there because that's what really makes it light and crispy. And it shall be interesting. So she is the same woman that I told and admitted that I had wet the bed when I, I stopped wetting the bed when I was 17. And, uh, 
Well, we shall see how far authenticity gets me in this experiment in, well, authenticity. And this is important for you to know, especially if you are a marketer or an entrepreneur or a copywriter, because authenticity is the ultimate secret weapon. If all else fails, and even if you're a failure, just remember that it's better to be self-aware and be authentically, hilariously a failure rather than to be a masked veil, veiled figure of a failure. Why is that? Well, because authenticity takes courage, and the veiled approach means you are an absolute pussy. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is some life philosophy and some boobs and attention and copywriting and other stuff coalesced into one fine episode, which comprises episode number 147. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, I shall end now and go back to hanging out with Brodus and petting him and thanking him for granting me the view of his butthole. So in ending, ladies and gentlemen, as always, remember, my friends, to always stay crispy. Scott Shepard. Over and out. Hey, real quick. This podcast was made possible by my sponsor, which is me. Yes, frickin' me, Sir Scott of Shepherd. You see, I am committed to never shilling some dildo-freaking hipster crappy product like all the other podcasters do. All right? So my only ask is that you spend 10 seconds right now. Pull to the side of the road, even if you're on the frickin' freeway and rate and review this podcast. Then share it with a friend. That's my only ask. You see, this will help spread my movement. I want to create an army of 1,000 independent writers, creators, and thinkers who get to spend their days doing what they love. Writing, creating, thinking, and taking notes using analog tools, while also making multiple six figures if they even choose to. And more importantly, I want to help my people build a tribe a tribe of people that they were meant to serve. And so by rating and reviewing this podcast right now, you will directly help me and many others in achieving this mission. Peace.